Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. My name is Sergio, I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the Owner of Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Southern California. Put some oil in that chair. <laughs> All right, good morning, Mr. Tony Williams from uh, Bite on Fishing, good morning. Good morning, Sergio, good morning, everyone. We've got Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. That's as I do. Steve? <laughs> yes. Good morning. Good morning. That's what I said. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you. you. I apologize. And also on the line and also on the line, the owner operator of Fishing Syndicate, Mr. Oliver Solis. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. How are you today? Pretty good, pretty good. Okay, so notably I haven't introduced two people. One of them is Ben Seacrest, for the accurate. Ben is on the road. He's actually uh, doing some research. Um, Don't cry, Ron. Yeah, I know. It's okay. He's doing some, uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, product, Field research? Product, yeah, product testing. Product testing. Okay, and he's been in Utah this week. I think he's making his way to Pyramid. If he's got a signal where he's at, he's going to try to give us a call and give us a report. Um, I do know he's got a, a nice bunch of um, smallmouth bass uh, this week. Okay, maybe he's going to get into the bigger uh, trout today. And then we've got Andrew, you know, from the Mac Fish Reports. He's on the new Hustler. He got on the new Hustler last night. He was going to see if they can give us a call from the satellite phone. Uh, he's fishing at a hook's landing up there, so rock fishing should be pretty good. That's where everybody... I'm here. Well, actually... Tony's here. I'm here. You're not there. You're, you're, you're not, not me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Perfect. All right. So <coughs> let's start, uh, Tony, with a couple of local lakes, uh, and then what I want to talk about in the first hour, since I have never been, mm. I want you, Tony, and Ron, and Shirley. Um, Steve, Shirley. don't call Steve Shirley. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, t- tell me about the trout opener. Uh, the oh, Sierras. It's yeah. it's next, uh, weekend. next weekend. I know it's a big deal, Tony. I know you're going. You invited me, but I'm not going. You invited Ron, but he's not going. So you're going to have to go. And okay. I was going until I had to go to a wedding. My mm-hmm. nephew's getting married. Right. Was you know shotgun? Was it a, was it a Benelli? A Benelli yeah, shotgun a Benelli wedding. <laughs> okay, so that's um, that's what I like to talk about. And Steve, you've been up there before, right? Yeah, not lately, but more notably during my retail years, um, and, and, and again, not in the, <coughs> the, last, the last 10 years, the Sierra Trout Opener 
was a major outdoor sports holiday in California on par with uh, Memorial Day and yeah. even the 4th of July. I mean, it was a mass migration up there yep. for people buying, you know, not just fishing gear, but, but tents and cook stoves and, 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 you know, and boots and just all kinds of stuff. It's, it's not quite what it was back in the day. Uh, it used to really be not a national holiday, but definitely a state holiday. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I miss that. It was, <laughs> it, it, never, it was so big uh-huh. at one time that they actually had stores that only opened up for the two weeks of the opener. Wow. And they, they sold did all their business. It's like it going to the weeks. Fred All Show. Wow. wow. Okay, so let's do this. Let's get We'll, we'll get into that. But first, uh, Tony, let's do a little roundup uh, of what's going on the local lakes. Yeah, the local lake fishing is going to be really, you know, just starting the, the bite for catfish, for trout, for bass. I mean, it's on right now. You've got all the local lakes are still stocking a lot of trout. The trout starts, uh, the stocking of uh, trout once the weather starts to warm up is going to get uh, all turned into catfish. So it's a good time right now if you like, whether you're a trout fisherman or catfish, bass, you've got a lot of opportunity to go out and catch a different species. Of course, um, you know, starting at our local lake, Santa Ana River Lakes, they continue to stock every Thursday. They're stocking giant uh, Mount Lassen trout. And I think the only thing you need there, along with the bite on attractant, is the uh, big net. you got to have a big net there mm-hmm. because some of those fish they're pulling out are in the 15 to 18-pound range. I think the wow. largest one was 18 pounds so far that was caught. This and that's can. a massive trout. Mm-hmm. So along with the catfish stocking, um, they're going to be stocking heavily every Thursday. They continue to stock and close every Thursday, but they are mixing in some catfish now. So that's going to be um, that's going to be good for anglers that like a, you know a choice of getting out there and doing some different fishing. All right. Plus you have um, oh let's go over to Mountain Lakes. Mountain Lakes is continuing to stock. They've got uh, we've got a big event coming up on June nineteenth. Uh, for the kids fishing event we do once a year. Finally, with COVID, we're back on track with some of these events that are coming up. I've got a couple other kids events here that are coming up with the uh, catfish derbies and um, and things going on through Orange County in the next couple months. So I'll be keeping keeping everybody in touch with that. I know I've got a lot of requests for for people that want to help cut catfish bait as the season gets going for the kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got a couple big parks that are doing some big events this year in Orange County. So that should be pretty good. Um, oh. Lake Elsinore, man. Did you see some? There's some big catfish being pulled out of Lake Elsinore. There was a, uh, was it, uh, 14, 14 year old kid? Yeah, 14. Yeah, 14. Uh-huh. And he caught. Jason, uh, I think it's Jason, his name. Yeah, so he, he it was in the double digits. I mean, these fish, the bottom line is if you're going to go to Lake Elsinore, you've got such a variety of amazing amounts of fishing. The catfish are on the chew. You've got carp that are fishing that are, that are catchable. You've got bass that are growing. You've got wipers that are just, in, you know, in the one to two pound range are almost almost keepers but i think about another year or so they should be they should be uh really active so you know the whole lake just get out do some fishing All right, so this was ha- but i can give you a little more uh info on that um what's going on at the lake is that the bass okay this is bass the time on. spring bass they're nesting they're, they're 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 getting ready i actually saw nick okay uh, Johnson, Nick Johnson, yeah, William's son, and I asked Nick. I said, you know, are you, have you done any fishing? And he goes, oh yeah. He goes, uh, I do once or twice a week. And he walks uh, the shore. There's certain areas 
uh, that he's been fishing, and he says the bass is on. And in the afternoon, they like to hit the um, crankbaits. Yeah, the crankbaits. Which baits. is something that I would li- love to throw. So the crankbaits have been on for that. And then, the, like you said, you know, something else. Uh, we saw Jonathan, Ron. We had Jonathan with us on uh, Thursday. Yes, on, we did. On the trip on the Helena. And uh, Jonathan was mentioning that the wipers are really making a showing. Right. And they're hoping for a future stocking of the wipers. Uh, I mean, they had 50,000 wipers. And, and Steve Carson, how fast do they grow? They grow about an inch a month in the lake. That's how productive the lake is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that they said that they were, you know, in the 6 to 8 inch range when they stocked them uh, last year. And don't forget, now you, you've sort of skirted along it, but let's just, just lay it out there, Sergio. The minimum legal, emphasize legal, size limit is 18 inches. Correct. So a, six, a 14, 15, 16 inches is a pretty nice fish. Don't keep them. No, and here's the thing. I mean, with, with a fish that grows that quickly, um, the idea is to give, give, it, give it a year. I mean, these things, that's 12 inches. I mean, you can have yeah, almost exactly, a two-footer. Exactly. You know, so uh, give it some time. Let them do their thing. And... Um, It'll happen. It'll happen. Okay, well, I'm getting, I got a call here. We can go ahead and take this call from Brett from Santa Clarita. I'm thinking, I'm sure Brett's going to give us some info from Finn and Feather up in Palmdale. Good oh, morning, yeah. Brett. Hey, good morning, everybody. How you guys doing? We're pretty hey, good, Brett. pretty good. What's going on up at Finn and Feather? I have a huge, huge announcement to make. Okay. For the first time since 2006, the Palmdale Fin and Feather Club, I am proud to tell you, is at full membership. Oh, oh very man. cool. Very, very cool. Well, bad for those of you who are not members. <laughs> All right, but uh, good for the club. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, I wanted to call, and seriously, Joe asked me to call, and we wanted to thank, you know, Angler Chronicles. Everybody who's out there listening, who's in line to go fishing today and just... All the all the efforts from you guys is what made that happen. It's a it's a it's a really big deal. And we're just we're so happy and so thankful to you guys. No, you know we appreciate and Andrew, the love. Andrew as well. Yeah, you bet. We appreciate the love and uh, love to give it back to you. Okay, um, it's a great place. We were there how long ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay, uh, and we had a blast. I mean, we had a blast. The laughter, yeah. the camaraderie. I mean, uh, you know, there's yelling from one dock to the other because they know you. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. They come over, say hello, and, and it's an amazing place. I mean, if you've never been to to, to this amazing lake here, Palm Dolphin and Feather, you're going to catch. Well, you're at least going to catch. If you didn't your... become a member, you're not going to catch anything there because uh, unless you know one list. guy, okay, you got to know somebody. But um, I'm, I'm glad we were able to get that. And I think what's important for for those of you who actually became members is that if you have a full membership, that means you have more funds. More funds mean more tr- more stocking or bigger stockings, and, mm-hmm. and that just keeps going. All right, so, uh, yeah, and it's really good. The one thing I was really fascinated by the last trip was not necessarily the trout, but watching the bass. You could, you could watch the bass move. They're mm-hmm. moving through the shallows. Um, oh. I walked around with JT, and we looked at some of the the nests that they were making. Um, they they're, they're, they were clearing out some of the brush. I mean, they're getting ready, and when that happens, 
They become Absolutely. very active. All right, everybody, hang on tight. I got to take a break. I hear the music in the background, but I want to uh, give a shout out. Let me see. I, I, I missed it here. Uh, big shout out to my dear friend, Tommy Gomes. He's got a brand new show on TV on the Outdoor Channel on Mondays at 4.30, I think, in the afternoon. The Fishmonger. Excellent, excellent uh, TV show if you want to see about the food part of fishing and how uh, the commercial fishing goes on. Really, really cool. So big shout-out to my buddy Tommy. Folks, this is uh, Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. Angler Chronicles with Brett Back. Cause never was a reason for the evening Or the tropic of Sir Galahad So please believe in me when Angels Radio AM 830 Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor Come check them out Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily And kids fish free every Sunday Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale-watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching. Located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories. Established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio. AM 830. I can have another, but I probably should not. I got somebody at home. It's been a long night here and a long night there. Been a long night here and a long night there. I like that. I like that very much. Fox is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, the Zanga Chronicles. I'm Sergio. I'm in studio with Ron and with Tony. I've got. Uh, Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate and Steve Carson from the Penn Fishing University also on on board. The the Mias are uh, Ben and Andrew, but they're uh, they're justifiable. Okay, that's why we, they're not really Mias, Ron. They're, they're not Mias because they're, they're justifiable absences. What the? Yeah, yeah. When when you go Mia, there's nothing. You just don't show up. Well, I'm in action. I'm saving the rest of the world. Yeah, you're in action with your eyelids closed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me go back to Brett. Brett, so Finn and Feather, full uh, capacity as far as memberships. Um, I'm glad to hear that. And, um, hey, looking forward to fishing there a little bit more this year. Um, I, I want to yeah. go I want to go and try. You know, one of the things that people don't talk about is the crappie. You've got very, very good crappie oh. fishing there. We've already caught some big ones. I, we, caught, we caught them on the troll. I didn't know you could catch crappie on a troll. They're big <laughs> ones, too. Probably, probably three pounds. Wow. Maybe, maybe even a, yeah, a couple. Just I, I think, seriously, I've said that before. I, I can't. I won't be surprised if a record, California record, you know, crappie comes out of that lake. They're they're jumbos. 
Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. So, anything else, Brett? No, nope, it's just it's you now it comes the season of the many choices, right? I got a bluefin trip coming up in a few weeks. The Sierra opener. Okay, well, okay, one stuff. step at a time. Bluefin, perfect yeah. timing. They're catching oh. them. The only thing is, I'm <laughs> telling people, there uh, there there are smaller schools. I heard you know in the thirty to forty five pound range. However, the big boats are saying no to that and mm-hmm. they're going for the bigger models they're averaging on these party boats 80 to 180 pounds this week and uh, they go well you know they had that many people and they didn't have that many bluefin mm-hmm. 80 to 180 the casualties are high okay and the, the, high. the reason is the wrong gear mm-hmm. okay so we are going to cover that and we've got oliver here that you can recommend what what size rods and then we'll talk to Steve about uh, you know reels and and, and line, but because you can't stress it enough, you know people want to go out there, like me with their bass rod. You're not going to get it done. You just not. Well, I might. No, 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 no. You can't get it done. On an, uh, and I think once you hit that 80, 90 range, uh, it gets harder exponentially. Okay, I mean, 30 or 40 oh, pounds, yeah. it's about the same fight, but th- there's something that happens. These things are beasts, okay, and they're made for one thing and, well, maybe two things, but one thing, they just eat. They run, eat, pure muscle, pure strength. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so that'll be good. That'll yeah, be give good. me 240s. I'll tell you, yeah. that's my Don't bring a knife to the gunfight, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. In fact, though, we're talking about that. I know Steve interviewed uh, Andrew Viola, which is the captain of the Pacifica. They came back in with some good uh, stuff. So did the American Angler. So, Steve, what, what, what did Andrew have to say? Well, one of the key things was, and interestingly, one of our friends that fishes up uh, out of uh, Berkeley on board the California Dawn was on board. Uh, very good angler named Nick Lamb, and he had two fish, one about 80, one about 120 uh, yesterday. I'm trying to figure out what day this is. Today's Saturday, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, yes, yesterday uh, on a set, actually, it was a 250 gram blue and, blue and chrome knife type jig, not a flat fall. Mm-hmm. So, this is a little longer and a little skinnier so they could get down deeper yep. and get down faster. Um, and it happened to be blue and chrome. Uh, I'm not completely sold that that any uh, any during the daytime. This is all, by the way, it's almost all daytime bites, mm-hmm. as opposed to how it was quite often last year. Where uh, actually, were... Steve, actually, hold on a second. Um, <clears throat> last week, one of the boats started getting them at three o'clock in the morning, and they already had a yeah. few fish on the boat. Yeah, it yeah, was, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. but the majority is still during the daytime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to last year, where quite often there was nothing at all during the daytime. It was all at night. So it's still the majority uh, in the daytime. A couple of boats, not too many, uh, did get bites on the kite. Again, like, like it was doing last year. Uh, there's just been a handful of those bites and just a handful uh, on the fly line. So almost everything on the knife-type jig and or probably easier for a lot of people the famous rubber band sinker rig uh-huh. and uh, one of those two things and and uh with the size of fish you're running even 50 pound gear is a little light uh really should be a minimum of 60 pound gear and they'll bite the 80 
And what, whenever you're ready for it, we, we can discuss at length what the, what the actual tackle is. Yeah, I want to I cover that in the second hour, okay? But we'll talk about everything going on because I mean, there's a very good bite right now. The yellowtail bite at Coronados has slowed down a little bit. Uh, but there's still yellowtail there. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in the second hour. But, Brett, um, you also mentioned the opener, the, boy, the famous opener. The famous opener. Everything I hear is about Fishmas. opener, opener, oh, opener. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, it's up at the Sierras. I have fished there. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't been there. I was lucky enough to be invited by the Mammoth. Uh, this one was with Ronnie. By Mammoth, I mean, they flew me up there. I mean, think about flying up to Mammoth. That's so cool. Nice. And then they picked me up and they took me. I fished Crowley. I fished June. Mary, maybe, mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, it, it, it was cool. I mean, they had pontoons ready for us the whole bit. Got a chance to really have a good time up there. But it was not the opener. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, beautiful. Mammoth is gorgeous, okay, as a city. But uh, didn't know much of an opener. So for people like me, okay, who have never—I mean, I know Ron used to go like religiously at a group. How big was your group? There were eight of us, and we went 21 straight years before somebody finally. Uh, well, you know, we gave him a good excuse because he passed away. So there were eight ri- originals, and we 21 straight years, and it was wow. it's fun. All right, so why don't we go around the table here, and you guys explain to me, somebody who's never been there. What is the fascination with the trout opener? Who wants to start? You want to start, Ron? Well, yeah, you know, and and everybody, the Eastern Sierra is, you know, it's the remote side of the Sierra Nevada region of the, you know, California. Um, uh, there's and there's over you know you, there's so many places to go up there there's a lot of hiking places to go up there uh, there's over four thousand lakes up there by the way four thousand so you know uh, can you get them of, all in one weekend yeah you can do them all in one weekend <laughs> if you can really hike that far uh, my favorite four lakes are in the nine thousand foot range and you know that's a little tough for me nowadays so uh, but you know everybody knows where they are and and. It is just the most relaxing, and, and, and Steve's right. What he said was it it was a holiday um, where every city and everything they used to have, you know, every road had police officers and park rangers and uh, Department of Fish and Water Life, and they're all regulating traffic. It was, it was, it was a party. It's what it was. Am I right, Steve? Oh, a big party. Yeah, it was. Big party. Absolutely, you know, and. and the most famous lakes up there to me where most everybody goes, you know, Convict and Crowley and George and Grant and Gull, you know. Right. Uh, I bet you think I'm reading this. I'm not. I, I'm just reading it off that. You have the June Loop up there. You have Mamie. You have, uh, you have Mary. And my Silver favorite, Lake, one yeah. of my favorite places is Rock Creek. And um, uh, Sabrina and Silver Lake is also a great place. In fact, that's where I met uh, Tim Alpers. Yeah. and uh, He's a know, great guy, by the way. He was. And, and, and uh Silver and South Lakes and the Twin Lakes area. But everybody thinks when they think of the Sarahs, they think of Mammoth. And there's so much more up there. Just Okay, so, so so far you give me an, uh, a description, but tell me what what would draw somebody like me to go to an opener? What, what, what's the draw? Well, they call it the night before Fishmas. The Why? The night before Fishmas. Because Why? every year at the, the last weekend of April, all the way through November, we can officially start fishing. So you can't even fish until about 5 a.m. or whenever the sun goes up. Steve, do you know what time the official fish mist starts? Is it 6 or 5? It's usually the sunrise. Yeah, yeah, it's based on uh, uh, 30 minutes before sunrise, right. whatever, whatever that is in the, in the almanac. Right. All right, so Oliver, they're telling us that we can't fish until April. 
What about January, February, March? We were fishing. Oliver? Oh, absolutely. You absolutely. Know? Yeah, what are, what are you telling me? I would go to Lake Elsinore and catch some fish. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you can do that. You but the, the no, night no, before... No, I, 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 I know exactly. I, I know what you guys said. There, there is a certain romance uh, there to is. this, and uh, uh, I have not experienced it firsthand, but I've seen it. I've read about it. Um, I've actually seen some videos about it, and yeah, it, it really It's is. like a reunion, Sergio. You see a lot of the friends that you haven't seen, yeah. and, and especially with the whole COVID thing taking us out last year for the opener, it really did. Uh, I think people are really excited to finally get that, get out there, you know, and... Uh, I remember, not, I don't know if it was last year or the year before that, uh, you guys went up there, mm -hmm. and um, Ron and I went up all there. All I yeah. remember is seeing photos of you guys, and you had icicles coming out of <laughs> was, your nose. It, it was actually really windy, is what it was, and it was very windy. But, uh, and I'm thinking, I'm here, nice and warm in my bed, and you guys were like freezing. Catching fish. You, you don't or even you think catch, about that. I don't think you caught too much. <laughs> you didn't catch too much in that wind. Um, you know what? Uh, the wind the, can the be the best down, time sure. that we had was when we were float tubing and the wind came up, and that was pretty interesting. Yeah, but we took Cliff Friend uh, one year yeah. in the hot tub. I heard you guys were having more fun. <laughs> we had uh, a what great happens time. in Mammoth or in that area stays in that area, and and but it was a party. It was, and, and Steve is correct. You know, it, it, it is one, and I think this year is going to probably rival that because everybody is ready to get out there. Well, yeah, and, and most of the people that I've been talking to are just geared up and ready to get out there for the for the beginning of fishing season, really for the Eastern Sierras. And you know, we always go up there, you know, the time, and everybody forgets about you can go down to the Mammoth area and fish the lakes, I mean the uh, streams, um, before the opener. You can get down there, but they have to be barbless in most areas up there. So, But uh, the fascination is, to me, is being with your friends. It's all about being in the outdoors. Uh, you do some crazy things that you usually don't do during your, you know, the rest of the year, and it just, just relaxing and 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 applying and, and applying your wear uh, uh, skills and stuff with two pound test and and it's just it's fascinating. Uh, Steve, what do you think? I mean, I want you to repeat the most key important thing you just said. Emphasize it. You weren't joking, and you didn't misspeak. You know <laughs> two, what Two-pound test. Exactly. And I, and I can't tell you how often people, when I tell them that, they're like, they laugh. They go, oh, Steve, you're so funny. No, it's You a, don't it, really mean that, do you? Yeah, I do. Well, but but it might break. <laughs> well, yeah, if you, if you don't tie a good knot, and your guy, the guys on your rod are, are worn or broken, and or your drag is too tight, it will break. But guess what? The fish you never hook, you will never have a chance to land. And literally, it's exponential. As you go up each pound test, you get half as many bites. So if you were going to go out using two-pound tests, and you were going to get ten bites in a day, let's just say, uh, you know, because I mean it's still fishing. There's got to be fish there. They got to want to bite. And you're going to get ten bites in a day with two-pound tests. You might lose a couple, but with four-pound tests, you're going to get five bites. With six-pound tests, you're going to get two, maybe three bites. So the math is way, way ahead of you with using two-pound tests. The exception is, uh, there's always an exception, if you're trolling. That's kind of a different thing. Right. Most right. of the time, you can get by with six-pound when you're trolling. Well, you know, so there it, you have it. absolutely. And, you know, and I think the biggest thing that runs through my mind, and I, I was on that uh, wave uh, of 
well, I got to go up in line because I'm tired of breaking off. You're right. You're just going to sit there and wait, mm -hmm. and you'll get one. You'll probably land him, but the other guy around you is catching five or six while you're waiting. And I, the satisfaction that you get that you landed, especially in the streams or the rivers that are running down right. there, because during that time they're flowing pretty good, and to land something with two pound tests, that's pretty cool. And especially hand lining it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but Steve, did you hear? And Brett, this happened in Finn Fed. You hear about that? I don't think I did. Okay, so so uh, we went fishing the Finn and Feather, okay, and I happened to put my rod on the little on the rail for a minute, and it just it starts going off. So I go, I grab it, I set the hook, and I can tell it's a smaller size fish, but you know it's a fish nonetheless. And I kill a guy, and then all of a sudden I just go dead. I, I don't feel the fish anymore. It just feel dead weight, and I go, oh, just dead weight. And what happened was I had three other rods tangle me, okay, on the no. other. Yeah, so so they come up, and all the jigs are together. I'm thinking, oh, my jig's in the, in the same mess <laughs> because we were all using the same stuff. And I go, oh, okay. So I go to put the rod down, and Andrew goes, dude. I said, what? Your line's over there down the other side of the dock. I said, what? So I go and grab the line. The fish was still on. <laughs> okay, so because there was a big knot, they started working on the knot. I grabbed the line and I slowly, slowly pulled it in, and there's the fish. Okay, and by that time, Andrew c comes up. He's got a big net. He's trying to put it underneath. And me being a salty, said, "Nah, I think I'll bounce it." And I just lifted it up over to the dockside on two pound test. On two pound test, and we have it on video. Okay. And uh, the, the the fish wiggled and broke the line. I realized how how lucky Delicate, it is, yeah. and how um, you know how this uh, how physics works actually. Sure, it all depends how much pressure you put on. But on two pound test, I bounced it. I bounced a trout at fin and feather. What do you think, Steve? Well, I hear the music, but I want to make a point about rod length. And based on your story, I want to elaborate on that when we come back. I like that. Okay, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. A melody is pure and true. Radio. AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. 
Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 30 KLAA. And I think I've let the dogs out here. These guys are so excited about the trout opener Chomping at the in bit. the Sierra. So that's kind of cool. Okay, Steve, you wanted to make a comment? Okay, yeah. Uh, despite your uh, unbelievable luck handlining... No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Luck? <laughs> Come on. Luck? Really? There's probably yeah, Iserlein. Really. <laughs> Strong. Now, uh, one of the mistakes that people, you know, again, people are afraid of their two-pound test breaking, and you do have to sort of do everything right. Uh, it's, it's a little difficult when you're fishing on one of the small kind of real brushy streams with, with trees all over the place. But people that are, are trying to fight trout or any fish with two-pound tests and these real short rods that they get in a combo at one of the big box stores, that's part of the issue. If you get one of the longer, uh, uh, you know, uh, jigging-style trout rods, you know, something minimum seven feet long, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, I see people out there with 10-foot rods and I don't, and I don't mean saltwater rods. I mean they're very, very light rods, rated something like, uh, you know, uh, one to six pound or two to eight pound test. So they're very light. Uh, with the two pound test, that long, soft rod cushions that line and tires the fish out pretty doggone well. And if you happen to make a minor mistake with your drag setting or a minor mistake with your with your knot it will be forgiving enough to cover that up. I mean, if you make a major mistake, no, it won't do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, with the long, people think that the longer rods are only just to, to let you cast further, which, of course, with trout is not always necessary. But when you're catching good-sized trout or wild trout that are really pulling hard, uh, that longer rod, again, minimum of seven feet, and as long as you feel like going is better and will help you, again, land. You're going to hook a lot more trout with two-pound tests. If you also want to land more trout, use those longer, softer rods. Well, we've got an expert on the line, Oliver Solis. You've got a line of rods for trout. Give us your take on it. Well, you know, it depends on what guys are fishing, right? Uh, we we have a six-foot rod for the guys who like fishing the creek and short rods for baby and waiting. Uh, there's the seven-six two-piece uh, feather light for the guys who like using the mini jigs. And then there's the seven, six ultra light, two to six for the guys who like drop shining for, for trout. Uh, as in any fishery, we all fish a little differently. Mm-hmm. And so we have literally three rods that fill those uh, those needs for the guys who like uh, trout fishing. And uh, you know, typically the guys are into it. Uh, they'll have one or two rods waiting and waiting while they're, while they're jigging. Yeah, I, right. I, 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 I,
Go, go ahead, Church. Yeah, well, Tony, what is that we have with Ron? We, we have uh, the, 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 yeah, those fishing syndicate ones, uh, the black ones. What, what are they? What, what's the rating on those? Do you know, Tony? The fishing syndicate ones for yeah. trout? Aren't yeah. they aren't they uh, 6 to 10, Oliver? I can't remember. Uh, no, so uh, the ones you guys have are the 1 to 4. And That's then right. the 6 to 12, which is right, six to the fast rod that you can use for, for trout fishing. Right. Ah, yeah, and I also have one of the new fishing syndicate. I've got three fishing syndicate rods. In fact, it's funny you said yeah, that, Oliver, because we're custom going up length. there. I heard they're, they're custom length. A couple length. of them are custom length. <laughs> I'm never going to get these. You have three of them, or you have three pieces? I have three pieces now, three pieces. Yep, I'm looking forward to actually using We have the 7.6. We've got the uh, the new drop shot, the the uh, the new green ultralight, and um, and that's matched up with a Shimano Stratic. And a um, and a sustain, so ultralight gear, you know, really light fishing, two pound tests all the way through. Eyes well, I heard yours isn't, isn't seven six; it's more like uh, six five. It's got a couple different lengths of pieces for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Convict Lake is going to be one of our our big um, events this weekend. We're we're planning to fish all day on Saturday. We've got our fishing syndicate lineup. I mean. We've got the the strongest line that we use, we, you know, the Iser Triple X. Oh, we're all stocked up with the bite on. I know, Ron, we're going to miss you this year. And Brett, Brett, we've been we've been going up there for a couple of years. We've had some good trips up there. Sure have. It's uh, it's a great place. This will be the first year I haven't gone up there for opening weekend in a while. Mm-hmm. Usually, I've been going uh, not not as long as Ron, but probably the last six or seven years. It's uh, it's pretty special, you know. This year, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna focus on fly fishing. I just got my first fly rod, and and uh, yeah, what Steve is saying is really true. That you know, the longer the rod, it's like don't be afraid to fish long rods, especially at Crowley. I fish, you know, nine and even ten foot rods, you know, five weights when we're fly fishing, and that makes a big difference, man. You got to let those big fish, you know, have that parabolic, you know, of the rod absorb the shock because. They're big up there at Crowley, especially. We've got some big ones on that opening weekend. Yeah, well, I think I got all you guys beat almost 60 years, and I've never been there. So that, that's, that's pretty straight. Now, I haven't been for the opener, but I do. I have been up there. It is a beautiful place mm-hmm. to visit. Now, Ron, did you actually go for the opener or the week after? You usually I, wait. I, well, no, we actually went the opener, but then we used to always stay up there for the week after, and that's when you can really get out there. Yeah, because the crowds room, and the crowds are all gone, and uh, right, you can get back into certain areas that were shut off because they were so packed. And yeah. you know, when you said four thousand lakes, it, you know, and you said you got to like hiking, it reminded me I have quite a few friends. That actually have uh, they, they put their their trout rod in the back yeah. pack and off they go and they all hike several miles up mm-hmm. and then fish that lake and then go to the next one they go to the next one go to the next one get the creeks. Um, so what kind of trout is up there? You got rainbow that's stocked. Is there any browns up rainbow there? Rainbow giant browns. In yeah. fact, there's a there's a club called the Brown Bag Club, mm-hmm. and uh, they they're they're known for catching ten pound. If you catch any brown trout ten pound or above, mm-hmm. is that right, Steve? Ten pound or above, you're in that, the brown brown bag club, and it's an event that uh, you know everybody. It's like the the night before is really when the momentum starts to build. The night before right. Fishmas, it's Friday night. It's going to be this Friday coming up. Uh, everybody gets together in the town, and it's like not only a reunion, but it's a big party. And then you hear the fish stories, and then, you know, the bands are playing. You've got everybody in the music. And then the, that morning, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, I don't even know if I can sleep this week. I'm so excited about going. But it's going to be a good trip. You, you, so 
Sergio, you also hit on something. Uh, again, people can do what they want, but I want to throw this out there. Uh, when people go backpacking, and I used to do that a lot, yep. specifically in order to fish. Now, some people go backpacking and only fish when everything else is done and they got nothing else to do. But some people are, are going into the backcountry intent on fishing. That's why they're going. Mm-hmm. Do not put your rod in your backpack. Exactly. Get it rigged up. Keep it in your hand. Yeah, it's a little bit less convenient for walking and for your balance. And, and if you really have that bad a balance, obviously opt for safety. But have a rod ready and rigged up in your hand because you're going to walk past some of the best fishing spots. Absolutely. Uh, and, and if you're like, oh, i got to stop, i got to take my backpack off, i got to dig in there, find my rod, put it together, I'm just not doing it, I'm going to keep walking. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times... You know that the the, the, uh, uh, the path or the trail has kind of gone over a little creek or, or kind of swooped by a lake just in one little spot, and there's maybe maybe room and time for one, two, three casts at the most, maybe only one, and you catch a fish. And if you would have had to get the thing out of your backpack, you would have just not done it, and you would have missed out on so many chances. That nice fish. Yeah, you know, you know, Steve. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, one of the coolest thing is, you know, a lot of the time the opener was early enough to where they still had snowfall up there, and a lot of these places you could only get into if you walked. Right. And uh, that's what happened to me up at Rock Creek. I I always carry my rod in my hand. It's already it's ready to go, and I pulled uh, my uh, rod, took my hand, cast out in this stream that was running into Rock Creek, and that's where I pulled out my biggest brown, a five-pounder. I've never, I have never in all my years got a trout over five pounds, and my biggest one was a, a brown. So, um, yeah, you always, Steve is correct. You have to keep your rod in your hand at all times because you can look down and see the pools, and it's sometimes so clear you can see the fish just hanging out by the rocks. Yeah, easy to yep. sight see. Yep. So fit. clear up there. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. I like it. I mean, you know, uh, <clears throat> I don't know much of a hiker anymore. I think. Uh, oh, I don't know if I could do it. I mean, anymore. you know, back in the day, yeah, but, you know. I well, there's I... different lakes you can go to. Mammoth is, is large, but there's a, a group of lakes that you can go to that don't require hiking, and they're all within about 15, oh, miles, when I, when 15 hiked, minutes away. When I hiked up the Himalayas, I was good. The you Himalayas. Know, the Aconcagua yeah. down there, I was good. I just, it was kind of like know, the like hike in the Andes. Days, yeah. yeah. Aconcagua is the largest peak in the Americas. But, I mean, I, I've been up there. <laughs> Um, it was good. You know, I just don't feel like doing it again. You know, been there, done that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I think we'll stay around 3,000 feet, Ron. I think that's about right for us, right? We're well, going to be yeah, at about well, 8,000. I remember when we, the three of us went up there uh, and stayed in that. Oh, my gosh, it was beautiful. <laughs> that was up at uh, <laughs> that was one of the was best it Snow Creek? Yeah. With I, Ronnie? I, yeah. Or? No, it was me, you, Sergio, and um, who came well, up? It was just three. Yeah, it was just three of us. We did this once. You, and, know, uh, you don't even remember, uh, Tony. Uh, it might it might have been some of the yeah maybe the tea that uh. you were drinking or something. <laughs> you are Bolivian, but you know it, it's just uh, it, and to catch a five pound brown trout in a in a stream yeah phenomenal. Pounds, that's hey, that, that's just the way it is, and that's the exhilaration you feel after you've done that. Am I correct, Steve? Oh, absolutely, and, <clears throat> and once again, the two pound gear you can you can catch them, yeah, but. Good knots, good drag setting, and uh, again, something that, that sometimes gets neglected by anglers, double check your guides, especially your tip guide, yeah. for either wear or just hairline cracks that you can barely see. 
you'd be amazed how often uh, you know there's something that needs to be replaced. Yeah, I, they, but um, you know, getting back to the the week after the opener, you know, it's so relaxed up there, and even the people in the town are like, oh, they're so. It's different attitude in the second week. It's uh, totally different. But we used to always go up there for 14 days. and 14 days? 14 nice. Days, yeah. mm-hmm. That's a good at, trip. Uh, we stayed up above it, uh, um, up above Tom's place. Okay, well, let, let me bring it a full circle here. So basically, you guys, I mean, I can see, I can hear it in you guys' voice. You guys We're have ready. had some great memories. Uh, you love it up there, and you want to go back. That's all good. So I think it's something that Well, it's only five should... hours away. It's well, you know, a lot of close. people talk about it. A lot of people know about it, but right. not everybody has actually experienced it. Right. So I think uh, what, what, the, the feeling I get from you guys, is it, it's, it's go ahead and experience it. It's worth the experience. Yeah, yeah, especially oh, if you're going to be, we're going to be, uh, Andrew Mack and I are going to go up there, and then uh, Eddie, my brother Eddie, and... Um, and uh, Doug Jurgensen, we're going to go up there for this weekend. So oh. it's going to be good. We're going to spend the day on the pontoon over at Convict Lake. Eddie's going. And Eddie's going. We're going to get the the old Rat Pack back and you know, I think do some what damage I'm up do there. I'm going to go to the wedding and then drive across. You should. We you got know. a nice place up there. And oh man, it's all ready to go, Ron. And I'll be here in studio actually doing the work that needs to be done. Yeah, we'll try like to that. call in. Okay, listen. I hear the radio. The, 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 <laughs> we're going to close out. I want to talk to Oliver with some of his new product. He's got some good stuff I want to talk about. All right, get your trout rods ready and go up the up the hill. Is that is that right? Up yeah. the hill. Okay. All right, this is Angels Radio, AMA thirty K L A A Angler Chronicles. Big shout out to my bud Don Don Southern. He's out there listening. So we'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Hi, everybody. This is award-winning television producer and outdoor videographer Danny Jackson. Looking for the very best in sport fishing action, information, and education? Then your best bet is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Fox Sports West in stunning high definition. Each week, Sergio and the Angler Chronicles crew take you on an entertaining and educational fishing expedition to both salt and freshwater venues from Baja, California to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Don't miss Angler Chronicles Television, 9.30 Sunday mornings and 3 p.m. Tuesdays on Fox Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. 
it's time for you to grow like the pros. At Pond Culture, we custom build hydroponic gardens for families of all sizes. Grow all kinds of organic fruit and vegetables faster than ever. Feed your family the healthiest and freshest produce possible. Our gardens save water. That's right, save water. No more dirt needed. Add your favorite plants and fertilize once a week for amazing results. To see more, visit our website, pondculture.com. That's pondculture.com. Or call 949-201-9301. Angels Radio, AM 830. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle-lang-lang. Want to call you on the telephone, baby. I give you a ring, but each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no hooky-dookies until I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no and keep your hands to yourself. Yeah! I hope not a lot of that's going on up in the Sierras. And keep your hands to yourself. Is that bad? Oliver, is that bad? Oliver, take the mute off. Well, you a lot of high five in well. it. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. For all of you that love trout, and I know it's a passion, okay? It's a huge passion. I, I, I see it. Okay, it hasn't bit me that hard yet, but I see it in you guys, especially Ron and, and you, Tony. When you talk about it, you got light up. So mm -hmm. you follow your passions, you get up there, and um, you, you'll be Mia next week. But I'll be here. No, I'll be here. I'll you'll be, be there. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, a, from if where I'm going to be would be a 12-hour drive. Whoa. Oh, for you? Yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen. 12? 12 hours. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, listen. Um, Take a plane. If you get a chance, the Sierra's opener next week. Steve, you're not going there, are you? No, sir. I, uh, I, it's not my kind of deal. I, I'm not into partying while I fish. I realize <laughs> some people love to do it. But, uh, yeah, big crowds, not my deal. Okay. Well, listen, I would, before I forget, I want to wish to, um, two people we, uh, we love very much from Lake Elsinore had birthdays this week. Uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner and William Johnson, both of them. And um, we got to spend, uh, Ron, we got to spend Thursday with the birthday boy. We did. Okay. He uh, actually, aboard the Helena. You know, he, I, can't, I can't understand. He, this guy has improved so much from the first time we went out. It's amazing. He, you know, he's pretty self-sufficient now and takes care of himself. But, man, uh, Jonathan, good job, bud. Yeah, no. It, Happy it, birthday! It was a little bit tougher on on Wednesday. You yeah. could tell the water's all messed up, and uh, in fact, there's a hint of red tide, Steve, down in the Dana Point area. We tried the the deeper water, rough, windy. Yeah. Uh, the conditions were not great, but when we moved inshore, we got into a really nice bite on uh, some uh, short barracuda. We we got some uh, calico bass. There were some sand bass in the yeah. mix. We got some sheephead. Uh, whitefish. What else did we see? Well, we saw some rockfish. Sculpin. Sculpin. So, a uh, good little uh, mix there. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't been fishing it like you guys have. You know, I kind of took the time off to be with my wife and do some things and remodeled the house. And uh, But I caught my first legal calico. That was pretty cool, you know, uh, this early, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, you got your first calico bass. There you go. All right. Uh, let me let me switch gears a little bit here and, um, and and let's go into what's going on in salt water because our season's really going to start to heat up. I know everybody's got rockfish in the brain. That's fine. 
but there's a phenomenon going on down and it's coming up and that's the tuna so um i i do want to make sure everybody's properly equipped because the tuna are there but the fishermen aren't equipped for it and they're biting and they're breaking off there's a lot of casualties that don't need to be or for example if the captain says i'm metering them at 200 feet and you fly line a bait I don't think that bait's going to make it 200 feet down. You're going to have to either put a weight on it. You might want to do a flat fall type or uh, one of the jigs Steve was talking about. That That's what you need to do, but you have to be ready, okay? Bass rods are not recommended, <laughs> okay? And and you you got to start with a minimum of 50 or 60-pound test, but have the heavier stuff ready to go. If you don't have it and you're going out on a party boat, here's the thing, guys. Um you can always rent one, okay? But you can get a good deal over... Oliver, you can give a good deal, can't you? On some good rods? Absolutely. Okay. And then Penn is very competitively priced. Steve, there's some really good reels. I'm thinking of the Fathom line. Um, and then you got some of the... Um, help me out here. The uh, No, 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 no. The, 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 the Penn... Oh, uh, well, the, it all, all depends on your budget, but just about all right. the landings and the major long-range boats, at least, I'm not sure about, about some of the, the local boats, uh, have the Penn Fathom 40 Narrow 2 Speed as kind of their standard loaner-slash-rental mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, the bigger fish. Not not for super cows, not for 300-pounders, but for what I, I like to call the the 75 to 175 pounders, which is we what we have, by the way, ago, would have been the biggest tuna you could ever imagine catching yeah, in yeah, local really. waters. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that reel holds about 500 yards of 80-pound test braid backing, super braid, or as Sergio likes to call it, gel spun polyethylene. Right. Um, <laughs> and that, and that leaves you enough room for about a, you know, depending on what you like, 25 to 50-yard top shot of 50 or 60 or 80 pound monofilament and uh, that will cover a lot of different types of fishing that'll cover uh, fly lining that'll cover uh, what's been working best lately the the, uh, the, the rubber band sinker rigs uh, flat balls knife type jigs uh, just a just a good it's not quite what you'd use for trolling but but for what most of the good sized tuna are, are being caught on, that's the rig. Literally, don't leave the dock without it. If you have to, uh, you know, buy one, put it on your credit card, beg your wife for the money. Um, you know, uh, rent one if the landing and or the boat has it, and if not, go into Sergio's garage and steal it. <laughs> good luck. All right, uh, <laughs> Oliver, Oliver, Oliver. All right, now we're talking 80 to 180 pound fish. Rod selection, please. What 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 is recommended? So you know, depending on the angler, uh, someone like Steve Carson here, I'm sure he's landed fish like that in the 30 to 40 pound uh, uh, setups. You know, which would be uh, a medium or a heavy uh, using uh, a fathom or torque 25. Um, for the majority of anglers who don't have the experience fighting these fish, uh, I would highly recommend that they bring an extra heavy setup, uh, something that will be rated 40 to 80, so they can fish it right down the middle of the rating, uh, you know, 50, 60 top shot. 
a Phalam or Torque 40, uh, an accurate Valiant uh, 6 or 800. Uh, I would load those with either, um, well, I would personally load it with 80 pound Spectra. Um, and that way you can, you know, top shot it at 50, 60, or go even up to 80 for abrasion purposes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, extra heavy rod and a uh, 4.0 size two speed reel, also known as a size 12 uh, two speed reel. Okay, I like that. Now, let me just add something. You you said something that just brought something to mind before I forget. Um, one of the things that you gotta have right is your knots, okay? And and the connection between your spectra and your fluorocarbon. Um, when you get to that size leader, you gotta do it right. If you don't know or you're not sure of yourself, um, when you're on the boat is not the time to learn. At that point, I would just, you know, Put your pride aside, go up to one of the deckhands and have them attach it for you. They'll have better experience. And if not, then your time on your downtime, that's what you should be doing, okay? If you watch some TV, no problem. Grab a piece of spectra, a piece of uh, fluorocarbon, and start working your knot until you get it right. Remember, as Ben always says, that the, the absolute key to making a knot is the cinching. You gotta cinch it just right, okay? It's, you will hear it, almost hear a little pop. You'll feel it, and you'll hear a little pop. So yeah, please practice. Do not practice when you're on the boat. What we want to try to do is minimize the casualties. The casualties are more than the fish being landed. That should give you an idea why I'm stressing this. So the importance of good gear. And one of the things that I would say too, Oliver, I think you might agree, you've mentioned this in the past. This is When you get to that size rod, Graphite is not what you want, full graphite. You're going to want a nice composite, correct? Absolutely. I mean, you know, um, once again, graphite is fun uh, when you're fishing uh, bass, whether it's uh, freshwater or even saltwater, if you're fishing the island or, um, you know, your school size yellowtail. And, and, and listen, um, you've done it and many of us have done it, right? Uh, a tuna, a school size tuna, uh, maybe up to 40, 50 pounds. Uh, on the bass rod, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to work you, but it's a fun fight. These fish over 60 pounds, you do not want to have them on a bass rod. They will whip you to death. And very likely, you're not going to win that battle. Um, I, I've seen it. It happens time after time. Um, after, you know, so long of a fight, whatever that fight may be, uh, 15, 30 minutes, uh, an hour, um, you, your body starts feeling it, and you start to high stick that rod because you want to get that pressure off of your arms. And what happens is graphite, once you start high sticking it, you go past that 45 degree angle, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to snap. Yeah, you're going to snap the rod, you're going to snap the line, or you're going to snap a bone. You're going to lose the pitch. All right, listen, I can hear the, hold on to that thought, I can hear the music coming, so I take a short break. When we come back, I've got the sheriff on the line as well, and uh, we'll continue to talk about this phenomenon, this thing we love so much called fishing. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. We'll be right back. I've been waiting for
Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Playable only in states where Bet Rivers is licensed. And in New Jersey at Play Sugar House. Hi, this is Trent Rush, and Angels baseball is less than 12 hours away on Angels Radio AM. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AME 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And, you know, we broadcast from Angel Stadium, and Ron has reminded me this morning that the Angels are tied or they're in first place. Tied or not tied, but they're up there. Unlike my Yankees, or I think are an absolute dead last. That's bad. They were throwing baseballs in, 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 the, in the field last, last night. But anyway, here's the deal. There's one name that comes to mind when I look at the Angel Stadium, and that is none other than the sheriff himself. He's hit a major home run with an episode that we're going to air tomorrow, so without further ado, Mr. Danny Jackson, the sheriff, the jig slinger himself. Good morning, sir. Hey, well, good morning, Sergio, and of course, good morning to our friends uh, Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, Tony Williams there this morning, and our very good friend Oliver Solis. Um, Good morning to everybody there this morning. Good morning. Everybody good say morning, good morning Danny. to the sheriff. There you go. Good morning, Danny. Hey, good morning, Oliver. You know, Sergio, real quick, you were uh, talking about the trout opener. Um, you know, Ronnie Kovac and I produced a few, uh, actually several trout opener episodes. They were normally on Crowley. They covered Crowley and Convict. We normally didn't get up into the Mammoth uh, uh, area. But, uh, Steve, I was going to tell you, I don't know if you ever attended these or not, but I remember the Friday night before the opener, there was always a big shindig that Berkeley put on there uh, in um, in Bishop. And I covered a couple of those. Uh, just a big shindig uh, with uh, a lot of people in the industry. And I don't know if you ever attended those or not, Steve, but it was... Uh, I, I, I did not. I, I, I managed to wiggle out of them every time. <laughs> okay. Well, I think you're better off, probably. Anyway, uh, they're probably not doing it now anyway due to COVID and all that. Sergio, you and I actually have done some filming on the we, Yeah, right? we did an episode, you and I. We Remember, we went up there, and uh, we we met with uh, John Erdy. Er- John Erdy. What was his name? You know, John Erdy, yes. And uh-huh. they took us around, and uh, it was good. It was good, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, and it, it, what I, I I what I loved the most was the the beauty. Okay, it's something uh, the same feeling I got when we went to Big Bear. Okay, it's just simply beautiful, breathtaking. Um, definitely not not a concrete jungle, and um, it's nice just to get away. You know, I just yeah, it 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 really it really is. I know it's a real big deal the the trout opener. Um, well, I didn't get to go fishing this last week, but I did. Um, on uh, Thursday night, I attended a, a seminar at the Huntington Harbor Yacht Club. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, we all heard you. I hear you're buying 50, breakfast. 50. You're buying breakfast. <laughs> you're buying lunch yeah, well, and dinner. Well, the, the most important thing is that like, we got a good, a really good uh, 
uh, seminar on local halibut fishing. My my old buddy, uh, well, young man, uh, Mako Matt, Matt Potter, and that that was a lot of fun. So today, anyway, today uh, in about an hour here, Carrie's picking uh, Kathy and I up, and we're headed for Lake Elsinore uh, today mm-hmm. uh, at the uh, Motorsports Park. I have two grandsons that are in the motorcycle racing now, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. So it's a fun weekend coming up, Sergio. No, it's so always fun, and, and people don't realize they call it the action capital, excuse me, the sports action capital right. of the world because they have so many things going on you know we, we we think about fishing and boating on the lake but there's so many more things they skydive well, they have the lucas oil uh race uh i mean and they do a lot of amateur stuff like what you're doing with your grandson as, as far as the professionals i mean uh it is such and it's a wildlife i mean tony lives there okay so this is <laughs> it, it's definitely wildlife at its definitely best definitely wild okay <laughs> So is, it's there, is there a cause and effect there, Sergio? <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, no. I think what's going to happen one of these days, it'll be big game hunting for Angler Chronicles. And, Tony, you're the local, so we'll, we'll just come and get you. I got a Benelli. Uh, Ron, what oh, do you yeah. got? You've got a shotgun, too. Yeah, right? I have a Winchester. He's got a Winchester. So, you just uh, it, the, the thing is this, Tony. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. when the when we put the spotlight you at night, right? Don't turn around and freeze. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's what hair like to do and keep running. Keep running. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's uh, that's. Well, you know, Sergio, what's what's real? Uh, speaking of Lake Elsinore, what's really cool about these motorcycle races? They're at the Motorsports Park, which is kind of, I think kind of on the south end of the of the lake itself. But while you're watching your your kids or youngsters on these motorcycles and it's regular track racing uh you're 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 watching these skydivers uh coming down right in front of you with the parachutes i mean right in front of you and it it's just it's just a it's a fun day it makes for a fun day Mm -hmm. so it sure does anyway tomorrow what we're going to do sergio i've I've put together a actually a new episode but it's a, a compilation kind of you might call it but I called it, I titled it Spotlight Pierpoint Landing. What it is kind of is a uh, tribute to Pierpoint in Long Beach. And, of course, our good friend Captain Don Ashley gets aboard. We have two trips we're highlighting. One was a, a really great trip aboard the Enterprise for a huge yellowtail. It was local yellowtail. And then we'll, at this, and during the same episode, we'll be checking in with the Tornado uh, with Captain Ray, they're in there fishing San Nicolas Island, and you guys uh, are, and we're phenomenal rock fishing. So it's a great episode. Uh, it'll air tomorrow morning at 8.30. Don't forget at 8 o'clock, you guys were talking about the big uh, uh, bluefin tuna tomorrow. At, at 8 o'clock, you get one last look at the Ocean Odyssey big cows, and then at uh, 8.30, uh, Spotlight Pierpoint Landing, and of course, it's now Bally Sports West, not Fox anymore. It's Bally mm-hmm. Sports West. Same time, same stations. and uh, So we're looking forward to that, Sergio. No, yeah, me too. And, 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 you know, the nice thing about you mentioned the episode on the Ocean Odyssey, um, everything that we're talking about here, we got to actually do it on the boat. And we had two fish over 200, I think 217 and 237, I want to think. Uh, but the reason those fish were caught is, and we had zero casualties on that night bite. Everybody, we had fish from 80 to about 
Yeah. 30. Yep. We had zero casualties. Everything that went, that bit was hooked and was landed. And the reason goes back to we were all using the right setup. You know, cannot stress the importance. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart, okay? When, when, when you get into that size of a fish, if you don't have the right gear, you will pay the price. Mm-hmm. And the price is hefty, okay? Not only will you fight them for a while, be exhausted okay and then on top of that lose the fish so um it's definitely a heartbreaker so the right gear please the right gear okay uh and that includes setting your drags correctly that includes making sure that your line is not frayed um you, if you catch a fish you gotta yeah you gotta cut at least six feet off of that uh, i would do the length of the fish minimum okay and then retie the hook very very important and that's the reward sergio is getting that fish on board i've never seen a fish that you know that large on a boat before and that was the first time that was just an amazing experience to see those Quite people a big bringing brown in. trout huh <laughs> <laughs> definitely not two pound <laughs> no so yeah so the, 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 those big fish there and then the other thing is we wanted to highlight and we're going to be doing a lot more of that um this year and we want to highlight our local operations you know everything from san diego up to oxnard Okay, um, one of the other um, landings that I really want to cover is Long Beach Sport Fishing. You know, they've got the El Dorado and the Victory. Those two boats we use quite a bit, and, and we want to show people, you know, why we use those boats. You know, um, th- there's extremely good operations. You know, I think they're all good. Some are great, and some are awesome, mm-hmm. and those are the ones we get. I mean, look at the Helena. Okay, the Helena, I mean, uh, Calvin just afforded us a great time we had 18 people and you know we didn't catch a lot of fish because conditions weren't there but the laughter the uh the crew okay uh, the food was was good too because i'm you know if you're not fishing you're eating that that's <laughs> those are the two things that we we're doing so very good stuff and so danny get ready because there's going to be a lot of more of that coming up yeah well looking forward to it yeah we got we got a big year with angular chronicles television coming up here sergio really looking forward to it yeah Yeah. me too all right jackson um i gotta get you on the water what are you doing next friday i actually have the uh, defiance boat next uh friday so we can go we can do with that maybe we can do we can do that i have this i'm taking the center console out on the 23rd and um 23rd next week yeah uh maybe we can go side by side we can fish side by side yeah we can do that well who are you taking who are you taking Tuesday, I don't, I don't have anybody. No, the twenty third. Friday the twenty third. On the twentieth, that's Tuesday. I'm taking a bow rider out, and I'm taking Rachel and her kids out. Just a little, my famous three hour tour, I like to call. I'll it. I'll be so out on Tuesday. Kind of like, I'll you'll be, be out, out on there. Tuesday. We'll see you then. Okay, perfect. We'll see you then. Yeah, and I was, okay. I was thinking Friday, maybe I can sneak you out Friday with me, and we'll do a couple of things. I gotta try that new reel of yours. Gotta try it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. we, we can do that. We can do that, Sergio. Yeah, the okay. problem. All right, we'll talk to you later. Here's a problem with oh. uh, Danny Jackson. He actually showed me the reel. I actually got to hold it in my hand, and I know where he keeps it. So um, I do a double. <laughs> double. I'm going to jump yeah. the fence, catch a couple of koi, and then um, mm-hmm. take this reel. All right, Jackson, yeah, have a great right. day, Thank my you. friend, and we'll talk to you later, okay? Okay, you bet. You guys have a great weekend, everybody. All right, thanks. Okay, so, uh, you know, we keep stressing this, and if you do it right, even if you go down south out of San Diego, they're also picking up some yellowtail. The yellowtail are nowhere near 80 pounds, 
Okay, so you're thinking, well, you know, a heavy rod, a rail rod for, for that. No. The key is you need two or three setups. I would say minimum uh, two. Uh, you'd have to have three or four in my four, you know, on a day and a half, I think is minimum because of the range and possibilities of fish. Some of these o overnights and day and a half and full days um, are hitting the island. Uh, you got some rockfish. You don't want to do rockfish with tuna gear. Okay, that's 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 not that's not the point. So what I want to make sure is that we cover, okay, uh, between Steve and Oliver and me and Ron, because Ron does the uh, he's a director of the the school, so he sees a lot of this. You know what is the right combo? We've mentioned it before, but let's not just talk up talk about salt water. Let's talk about, you know, in general. You're going to take a day and a half out of San Diego, or a day and a half out of Oxnard. Two different things, and we're going to cover both of them. And then I can hear the music. So, and here's the other thing I want to hear. Oliver's been very, very quiet. But Oliver's got a lot of stuff coming out, and he's barely giving us a sneak peek. Oliver Solis, I'm putting you on the spot. You're going to have to divulge some of the new stuff out. Agreed? All right, sounds good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. This is uh, Angels Radio AMA thirty. Excitement. Oh yeah, we get, get, we're going to get to it. Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Radio. AM830. Hey, Chris from CCA here. AB3030 was a big test in 2020, and we all worked together to help defeat it. But the 30 by 30 goal to conserve and protect 30% of our oceans is here to stay. Conservation is what we're all about, but blanketed fishing closures with a lack of scientific evidence is not the answer. If you're not a member of CCA, join us in the fight by logging on to joincca.org. Membership starts at $35 per year and is one of the best ways to help us while you go fishing. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme, Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio AMA 30 Welcome back everybody on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA this is Angler Chronicles and uh 
Over the break, we were trolling and we picked up. We got a bite, and I want to go to uh, uh, Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. He actually yeah, we're bit, just talking about he bit, it. He bit the troll on the port yeah. corner. So, uh, <laughs> good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? Good morning, doing bud. really good. Hey, listen, I actually have a post prepared for later on this morning. Uh, the El Dorado went to Santa Barbara, right? And the quality of the rockfish was amazing. Yeah, it's been really good fishing. They've, uh, weather permitting, we've been going to San Nick. There were a couple days that, uh, a couple trips we actually couldn't make it to San Nick, so we uh, opted to fish Santa Barbara. And it was actually equally good fishing big reds, chuckles, ling cod, et cetera. Um, they've been getting out three or four nights a week, you know, weather permitting. Ironically, yeah. The few nights they didn't get out, that was the best weather. We just we didn't have enough anglers, so we had to cancel. So, uh, but it's been really good fishing. And um, I'd like to mention we do have a special next week, guys. Uh, Wednesday night fishing Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred and fifty dollars per person, prepaid to the website only. Uh, there is a catch. Um, I can switch that price back up to one ninety at any time. It's like our early bird special. So, if you guys want to get out during the week. Um, Wednesday night for Thursday next week. It's only 150 bucks prepaid to the website. I mean, th- those are prices from three years ago. You know, uh, things have changed. And think about it, guys. Fuel has gone up, okay? And you're actually getting a discount. So that's, that's really, really good stuff. Really good stuff. 150 bucks for an overnight on the El Dorado, please. Any day of the week. Okay, plus, uh, you know, the boat's been repowered. It's quieter. You've got uh, a lot of positives, uh, a lot of great things on that boat. I love Jeff. Jeff's a great captain. And he'll get you on the fish. Okay, he'll get you on the fish. So that's your overnight and in, in, uh, day and a half. But, uh, in fact, Ron, when do we have our first trip on the El Dorado? It's coming up soon. May 9th. Okay, you got any spots? And we do. We still have a few spots left, and I, you know, I they'll be gone. I guarantee you, we'll be sold out by later this afternoon. Okay, and that's a day and a half. And, it's a day leaves, and a half. Uh, when does it leave? Sunday night. Leaves uh, Sunday night at eight thirty. Okay, we fish Monday, and, and just a, a disclaimer here. Okay, um, on the El Dorado on these trips, we've had such phenomenal yeah. fishing that we find ourselves at eight o'clock at night. Uh, about ready to sit down for dinner, and we're thinking, what do we do? Do we just spend the night out here? Because we're, we're, we're already limited out, Steve. It's, it's hilarious. We're limited out. What do we do? So we go, let's go home. So we actually come in about midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I know most guys go, oh, it's a day and a half. I just couldn't believe they would complain about sleeping on the water instead of sleeping in your bone bed. We had limits the, the, the latest we've had limits on that boat from all our trips, and I want to jinx it, was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The latest. And then we're limited out. We're done. We can't fish no more. Just think about that. So uh, that's how good the fishing can be on the El Dorado. All right, Steve, you got the El Dorado boat. Tell me about the local boat. I mean, the Victory's uh, going out as well on three-quarter day, right? Yeah, they've been uh, they've been hammering the local waters. It's been really good fishing. Uh, big grouper, reds, etc. They've been fishing anywhere from... Uh, 150 up to up to 600 they're kind of kind of staying away from the 600 foot stuff uh recently they've been having a little bit better luck in shallower uh, once again i can't stress the fact that uh you guys need to the guys need to listen to the crew there's been a few trips where you know the fish aren't always on the bottom they're suspended up high and you know you get those few anglers that insist on doing their own thing and kind of complain that they're not catching fish and 
the fish are up high, sometimes 10, 15 cranks. You just got to, it's very important to listen to the crew, guys. So uh, victory leaves every day at 6 a.m. It's back between 4 and 5. Just bring anywhere from a 25, 30-pound test, 6 to uh, six ounce to possibly 16 ounces of lead, number 2 up to 2 hooks. You know, may, maybe a few sliders in the mix just in case uh, some pops up on the surface the water is getting warmer out in front here guys so it's a matter of time hopefully we start getting some surface action going locally here pretty soon but uh once again every day 6 a.m to 4 p.m we run light we don't like to send people home uh, we'll run four five six people if we get enough paid the night before perfect perfect and let me, let me just say this you mentioned about uh listening to the crew there's nothing worse i want, I want everybody in your head i want you to do this 600 feet Okay, that is what? How many football fields, Tony? Three. Two. Two football fields, right? 100 yards is 300 feet. Yeah, it's a math. He didn't, Ron, I didn't give him enough time to Google it. So it's two <laughs> football fields of line out there. It's a lot of If life. you've got 20 guys with all that line out there and you're not paying attention, you don't have the, about approximately the same weight, what's going to happen? Tangle City. And there's nothing, nothing worse than to crank from 600 feet for a tangle. Okay, that's uh, that's when Sergio loses his cool. There's not enough <laughs> drugs to keep me down. Okay, and I just want to grab the scissors and start cutting. And of course, I'll blame everybody else because I never make a mistake. But here's the deal: pay attention. And if you want to get bit, I mean, the whole point of going fishing to get bit. Okay, I, I I'm glad you mentioned that, Steve, because a lot of people don't listen uh you're out there the, the the captain has something that you don't at the rail and that's called a meter okay he can see the up and down and he can see a glob of fish maybe 20 cranks 15 cranks off the bottom why would you want to put your bait on the bottom the tendency is that fish will go up to get a bait not go down to get a bait steve have you heard that before I've heard that before, yes. Okay. And I'm talking to Carson, too. You've heard that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing is you want to have it at best above them. So um, they're not going to go down and get it. So listen, listen, fill the bags up, make your, fi your, your, your fishing trip a success. Okay? 10% of the anglers catch 90% of the fish. All we want to do is make you part of that 10%. And everybody wants to help you. Every crew member, the yeah. captain. Um, I mean, even Steve. You're you're at the at the um, at the landing. You're sending these people off with the right gear. You have gear available in the shop. And if you guys don't know, that's what the phone's for. You have a phone number, don't you? Yes, sir. It's uh, five six two four three two eight nine nine three. All right, so you pick up your phone, I'm sure everybody's got a cell phone, and call the number, and you say, hi, Steve, my name is John, and, and, and I need to know what the El Dorado's doing and what I need. Steve can give you the rundown of what is needed, okay? And if this thing were to change, say some surface uh, fish, like a yellowtail or barracuda, or whatever comes up around, um, then, Steve, you would have that information, you can share it with them, and you can be prepared. But everything is about being prepared. You have to be prepared in order to catch more fish. Bottom line, end the story. And you got to pay attention to what the crew says. Okay. Exactly. When they, the other thing that that's horrible, when you're rock fishing, is 
They say, okay, start bringing him up, guys, and then there's not one guy that'll drop the rod, drop a line at that point. What he doesn't realize is then we have to wait for him to bring it back up. Okay, and I, I well, what I like to say is, you know, think about this: if somebody tells you to bring him up, the captain, and it. Ten minutes later, we're leaving. They do that six times. You've wasted an hour of fishing a day. Well, there, there are some captains. Good I like I like these captains say, you know, roll them or troll them. Yeah. So I, when he goes, I'm giving you this time, and then if you don't, you can troll them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just um, you know, it, it's etiquette. We, we should do a, a show on just fishing etiquette. Yeah, that would be really good. Okay, Steve. Uh, website and phone number, please. The website. <laughs> the website is longbeachsportfishing.com. Very, very simple uh, process. Uh, click the book online button. If you don't have an account, set yourself up an account. But there is a little green buttons next to each each trip uh, that's available. It has descriptions, departure times, prices, and all that stuff. But just click the little green button, set yourself up an account. Um, we, we do request that you do uh, prepay through the website for, for all of our trips. If you have any Internet issues or website issues, give us a call at 562-432-8993. Perfect, and I know we have at least two trips on the Victory, and at least what four trips? We have four, yeah. Four trips on the on the El Dorado. So, and you know, I spent some time there Wednesday. It's good to see you, Steve. And um, you guys, if you need some help, there's so many. Just call them. They got such knowledge there, and if not, they'll make it up. <laughs> you know, it just um, they're they're there to help you, and it's just why we run the schools. And Steve will attest to it too. But it's really amazing. Everybody's catching fish, but these couple of people that will continue to do their own thing. All right, and complain and complain that yeah. uh, the captain took them to uh, a spot with no fish. That happened actually recently. So oh my gosh! Just yeah, just listen to the crew. You guys will you guys will catch fish. Yeah, absolutely. Just be prepared everywhere, everywhere. Okay, Steve. Um, Great talking to you. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you next week, okay? All right. You guys take care, and it was good seeing you, Ron. Yep. All right. Good fishing. All right. So um, I I mentioned this, so uh, I want to go to, you know, and I'm going to start with Oliver. Okay, Oliver, I want you to think San Diego to Oxnard. Uh, Half day to day and a half, okay? And I want I'm presenting. And I want the four rods... Okay, that have to be in your arsenal. I mean, you have four rods, and then uh, we'll let Steve Carson match those rods with the reel. Okay, I need four rods for everything from a half-day trip to a day and a half. <coughs> and you can only have four. What's it going to oh be, boy. Oliver? Okay. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy, but go ahead. I'll take a plan. Well, um, you know... I think most people would want to uh, carry a, a composite rod uh, from light to extra heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, light for your 20-pound bait. Uh, you can fish bass or school-size yellowtail tuna on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, your medium, something that you can fish at 30 to 40 pounds. Um, that would be for your 20 to 50-pound uh, fish. Uh, depending on where you're fishing, that would include yellowtail, sea bass, uh, and or tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, your heavy rod could be something that you could use uh, for 40 or 50. And if you have the right length, um, eight or longer, um, you could do, use that for both the surface iron or the yo-yo iron. Uh, most guys would want to have a nine foot to 10 foot for the surface iron and 
an eight down to seven for the yo-yo. But you know, um, if you ha- if you force me to only use four, I'm gonna go with the eight foot. And my surface iron cast is not gonna be as long as the nine foot would allow me to uh, get. But you know, it'll 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 do. And if you're extra heavy, um, that could be um, your 50 pound, uh, maybe even 60 on that. Uh, I could use a dropper loop on that. I could use a yo-yo iron. I could, you know, maybe even drop a platform and uh, and hope that I don't hook onto a 200 pound fish. <laughs> All right, well, hold it there. I can hear the music coming. So we'll come back and we'll, we'll round that off on the rods, and then we'll let Steve give it a shot on on the reels, okay? And then we'll talk a little bit more. And then I'll give you a mine. Ron will give you his favorite Tony Bass. Uh, Trout rod's not not appropriate. Oh, man. Okay, folks, it's Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. Lay across my big breast bed Stay, lady, stay Stay with your man a while Angels Radio, AM830. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back, everybody. It's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And if you know that song, it's called Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue. And the reason I like that song is because you know what I call my rods? My girls, okay? And uh, I'm not being sexist by any means. They're just affectionate. I call them my girls. And we were talking the four. So wrap it up really quick, Oliver, one more time. Which models are your four? Light, medium, heavy, extra heavy, starting with the light at the longest length that I could get and ending at seven six, no shorter than seven on the extra heavy, so everything in between for the medium and heavy. All right, so let me give you my four, and then Steve can match them up with reels, okay? I like the light. I need a 12 to 
25, 12 to 30 rod, uh, eight foot. I'm a huge, I'm sold huge on the FSC. And I like the, I like the composite FSC 800L. Okay, and then I'm gonna go with the 800M. Okay, also composite. Maybe on that one I may look at a graphite one, something give me a little bit. There's sometimes I do like a graphite and a heavier rod. Uh, that one's 20 to 50. Uh, and then I would probably go with, uh, I might skip the heavy and might go to an extra heavy, okay, just in case I do get into the bigger fish. And the fourth one has to be, and I'm sorry to everybody, I apologize, but the bass rod. I got to have my 710H. I know it's a very, you have, that's a special order rod, but you'll, trust me, you're, you're not going to regret it. That, that has to be in my arsenal. So LMXL and a bass rod, I think I'm covered, okay? Now, uh, Ron, you, which, which three you like? Those are exactly the three I take all the time, and the, the fourth four. rod is the bass rod because yeah. we always go to the dog. And it's funny because we always have the same. They're different yeah. colors, but they're the same rod. Different reels, but we have the same rods. All right, Carson, I gave you a 12 to 30, 20 to 50, a, I think it's 30 to 80, <coughs> and the bass rod, but it's a bass rod. I would, I would put the, the, the Fathom is ideal for that one, the new Fathom. So what reels would you put together with those rods, Steve? Yeah, remember with with uh, the pan lever drag, two-speed lever drags, there's two series. There's the Fathom, which is obviously the more, the more popular because of the price. And if you look around at what pretty much all the landings and all the boats that have their own loaner gear, they all use Fathoms because they are absolutely bulletproof. And let's just say, other than you, Sergio, Mm-hmm. The public can't necessarily be trusted with with high end reels because uh, they might go overboard and they don't flow. Always oh, stop there, William. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and they don't float. But for people, you know, that are more careful with their own gear and and, and I hate to do this, but I gotta stop you. Let me tell you an experience we had. I was casting the bass rod. Okay. And I, I, what reel was on it? I think was it 300? I think it was the 300. We were tuna fishing. It was lighter stuff. So I took my bass rod, put a one of those narrow little 300s uh, accurate, and I go to cast, and somebody bumps me from behind, and my rod goes overboard. Okay, thank God I was fly lining. There was no weight. And, and it goes overboard, and it probably sinks about six inches, eight inches. I go, oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm literally getting ready to jump in the water because I love it so much. And all of a sudden, it came up and floated. And those are the crips, right, uh, Oliver? Oliver, take it out of mute. Those are the water again, Sergio? Yeah, yes, take it. Yes, take, those are the water again? Okay, so what happened was the, I, the rod went overboard, and it floated. Okay, yep. it was a bass rod. And you told me it was the grips, right? That was that was the grips. That was the EBA uh, with the wing tape over them, and that allowed the uh, the rod to float. And obviously, that happened because your spool was open, so the line was able to peel out. Had your spool been uh, closed or locked? Yeah, uh, you're right. Because I, 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 I have just casted. You're, you're right. But but the point is. Um, a light rod, really, really light. That's what Ron and I really love about your rods. They're not heavy. They're very, very light. And uh, you guys got to think about it. Back in the day, we, we, I can't believe we had poundage. 
okay, uh, in our hands. But now it, you don't have to be that. You know, you don't have to be all day holding heavy stuff. Everything is light. And so the lightness, in addition to, um, you know, the, 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 the what do you call it, the, the grips, made this thing float, so it's really cool. All right, listen, it's Carson, I'm gonna let you get back to it, but hold on a second, I gotta take this, this is um, Andrew, because he's calling in from a satellite phone. Let me go ahead and take Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio, good morning, everybody. Where are you? Uh, we are, I believe, on the outside of Santa Cruz Island. Yeah, we're uh, we're actually making squid right now. Um, oh, right. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're getting them on uh, on the squid, those little squid jigs. It's weird that they're actually hitting in the daytime, but they're getting them. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, it's early light, mm -hmm. so it's okay. You know, it's not technically day yet. Okay, it's it's, it's early light. <laughs> yep. By the dawn's early light. Okay, hey, listen. By the way, so you're on the new hustler. Okay, you're on a chart. How many yep. people you got? Uh, well, I think two people didn't show, so it's extremely light boat. I think we got 21 on the boat. Well, that that's the type of Ron, that's, that's, uh, those are the numbers we yeah. actually yeah. limit our trips uh -huh. to. So it's a good time, and you're looking for rockfish, I take it, right? Uh, we're going to look for the white sea bass here, I think, for the first hour or two, and then uh, from there we're going to go inshore for the sheephead, maybe some halibut, and then we're going to move to rockfish. All right. the rest of the day. So. I, I do yep. want to let you know that, Ron, that Tony did a very good job on the freshwater. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so <laughs> so um, he's thinking of firing you. He's thinking of firing you, but don't worry, I'll hire you back. Okay. And, uh, he's going, right. goes, and Tony goes, I can do this. I'm bite on. You know, I can do this. Uh, yeah. It's just really cool. Remember, so we, I'm, the, I'm the bottom of the totem pole in the water. Remember at the bottom of the I'll tell you, I like that. Okay. All right. Listen, Andrew. Uh, I'm not. I know you're on a satellite phone. So uh, give everybody our best. A new hustler at a hooks landing, and uh, expect a good report. And Steve Carson will attest to this. We want good pictures. Take five minutes oh, yes. and get a good picture. Make sure the face is right. Make sure you get the guy's head. You don't get them. Tell people to move out of the way for the shot, okay? And <laughs> sun in your face, okay? Yep. Uh, and, and for, well, sun in the face of the subject, okay? Sun in your back if you're holding the camera, all right? And, and take your time. Perfect. A picture lasts forever. And make sure the fish is yes, clean, okay? I showed, a, I showed an example of a fish of a... A yellowtail that was actually gaffed, and it looks so horrible. And I put a picture behind it of what it looks really nice, and it, it's day and night. Picture lasts forever. Okay, Andrew Mack, get it done. We'll see you next Saturday. Okay, bud. All right, guys. Talk to you later. All right, excellent. All right, let me. Uh, who's John H? He's been. Is that somebody you know? Well, let's bring him on here, and uh, so we can continue. John, good morning. John. John, this is John your turn. I guess John H. Is what me? I. Yeah. How are you? Me? No, no. Oh my it's God! H. It's not John H. It's Rick Scott <laughs> from the Algen Odyssey. Oh my Lord! See, I don't know. I I, I saw John H. says two and three. And I didn't understand. How you doing, Rick? Doing good. We stopped the boat this morning. We hooked one and it got away. It was a, it was a big one. So we're on the hunt right now. Um, okay, let me looking. stop you there because the entire show, the second half, we've been talking about making sure they don't get away. What was the problem? Gear? 
spit through 80 pound test. Did you guys hear the that? Fish. 80 pound test wow. bit right through it. Okay, so um, now you're recommending what, 100, 120? Yeah. What's mm. funny is you bit through the 80 pound test, and I come back up here and look out the window, and there's guys with bass rods. Sergio's not there. Yeah, tell him I'm not there, and then I love to do it. <laughs> Yeah, we've been talking about yeah, that almost, yeah, the whole time. Um, they don't understand. These are these these fish are 80 to 180 pounds, 200 pounds. You've got to be ready. You only get one shot. Yep. Okay. And yeah, it, you only get one shot. I mean, it's like, it's the you same thing. You're ready when you get that shot. It's like when you go turkey fishing, you don't take a BB gun. Right? Sure, some guys do. I know a guy that killed, I know a guy that killed one with a BB gun the other day. Well, I know, but those are the few and the far between, right? Those are the ones like me. Those, <laughs> those are the Sergios. Those are the Sergios that take a bass rod and nail a 60-pounder. A, a that's right. Okay, but, but that's different. Don't take a slingshot. How's that? Yeah. See, oh, shoot, uh, I might lose you here. I might, I might lose you. There's a school here. i got to turn the boat. Okay, well, real on. quick. Ocean Odyssey, first trip of the year, day and a half. <laughs> you're running website. OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Um, I know we're sold out for next weekend, but we do got room after that. Okay, and the phone number? So, there it is. And the phone number is 619-889-4535. Well, I turned the boat. I didn't lose you yet, so that's a good thing. Okay, good, but good, good. The fish, are, the, fish are swimming, the fish are swimming away. Okay, well, go chase them. I'm going to let you be because I... Oh, there, 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 there we go, there we go, there we go. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Left the other side of the boat. This Only on your, Angler Chronicles can you hear live. <laughs> this is your Action News reporter. We're getting straight feet, from right uh, there. 140 feet. Or from Mexican waters, we're getting all this information. Right. It's really good. Yeah, we got to get all that noise. All right, so so it's happening. I'm surprised I didn't lose you. So. Okay, so it's happening. Okay, so it's uh, you're now confirming what we've been saying. That's cool. Uh, the fish are there, and you're going to get one, yep, maybe two shots. Yep, they moved south. Um, I came to the boat yesterday expecting to go eight hours, and we ended up having to go ten hours. So but we're, we're down here. We got here this morning, found schools as soon as I woke up. Uh, we've been stopping the boat. Let's say we hooked one. See it swimming around. It's kind of reluctant to bite. Hopefully it's time of day. It sounded like the afternoon. It got with it a little bit. What was he using, Rick? A lot of it. What the? Uh, uh, SK jig. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, like a blue, blue and chrome SK jig. Yeah. That's what Steve Carson said in the morning. Yeah. So, excellent. All right, listen, uh, do you want to add anything or you want to go get get to work? Um, just make sure you do bring that heavy gear if you come out. Um, but also bring some uh, kelp paddy type fishing gear, 30-pound test. Uh, there's been some yellows on kelp, so we'll be looking for those also. And uh, it's a little rolly. Just make sure you're prepared for the weather. Um bring your pillow uh, blanket mask all that so and uh yeah all right next month all right rick go go i, I know how important it is on the first one to get some get a good count so go good go get it done and um and we'll talk to you next week without with a i'm sure a very positive report and tell these guys to be prepared okay we'll we'll we'll, we'll shout yep. it out the rest of the show okay Okay, hopefully we'll get to post some pictures tomorrow. So Everybody I love have a great, it. Uh, great weekend and look forward to next weekend. I love it. Okay, go get him, Rick. All right, let me also bring here, right. I've got a call from Mr. Jonathan Skinner. Okay, oh, we're going to 
We're going to break. Okay, when we come back, we'll talk to Jonathan. We'll close out the show. There's Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. And I do also want to say, if you are on Facebook, go to Friends of Angler Chronicles. Become a friend. Steve just posted the, the pen fathom, what he calls finesse reels. Okay, you can see them. You can look at the sizes. I've got a few of those. So uh, if you want to know, it's perfectly written out. Good job, Steve. We'll be right back on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And, um, yeah, we're back. <laughs> All right. Let me let me get Jonathan Skinner here. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing today? We're pretty pretty good. We actually wish you a happy birthday again on the air. I I heard. I'm sorry, man. I'm down in San Diego. My wife surprised me with a trip to Viejas. We haven't been here in, like, eight years and they redid everything so i was sleeping in and like geez i at least got to get up and say thank you guys for that that trip it was amazing even though the fish weren't biting as much you guys who are listening listen to sergio and ron <laughs> they will put you on the fish <laughs> yeah well yeah the thing is this you know um we can't guarantee the fishing you never can but we try to guarantee is you have a good time and, and possibly learn something new in the fishing in the fishing that you haven't thought of before um, as you could see, you know, in the afternoon when we got into the bass and the barracuda, there was an adjustment needed to be made, okay? The other mm -hmm. thing that people aren't ready for is we're, we had anchovies. That was unheard yeah, of. That's... We had to go down to a size 4, Ron, yep. size 4, size 6 hook, okay? <coughs> people were trying to put an anchovy, although they were healthy, on a one-odd and two-odd I mean, you're not going to get bit. I dropped down to 15-pound test. So did I. Okay, on the bass rod. You know, just all I didn't do is put a liter of 15, drop down, and you got bit. You know, so it's the adjustments. 
okay, and, and, and figure out what you're doing. But, um, yeah, so it was fun. At least we pulled on something there at the end. Yeah, it was really great. And thank you guys so much. The cake was the cake was, 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 was that's awesome. all Ron I mean you know Ron you know you know you know Ron used to manage in Albertsons for years and years so I told him you know when when it comes to that kind of food that's his department okay so he's a director of festivities as well activity of catering festivities and did you you forgot the the candle I forgot the candle but luckily they had one yeah. On the boat. See, see, we're gonna have to add that to a permanent list. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jonathan, um, you're gonna have uh, Danny Jackson in your area. Oh, you're in San Diego today. He's over in Lake Elsinore. Yeah, San Diego through through Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, uh, it should be a beautiful day out there today. I I hope so. I hope so. It's gonna be gorgeous. Hey, listen. So, what what you got to say? What you got to say? Uh. I don't. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. All right, then, Jonathan. Uh, got, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Stay on the line, Ron. We have hey, a special. Jonathan. Yeah. Okay, uh, guys, I'm listen up. We just hold on, Oliver. Thirty seconds. Okay. Okay, we have dead air. What's now. that? I missed you, Oliver. What happened? Okay. All right, so I get thirty seconds with uh, Jonathan real quick. Yeah, go for it right now. Jonathan, I got my cousin Julio yeah, over at Lake Elsinore. Uh, I got my cousin Julio over at Lake Elsinore. Uh, trying to find some, some catfish and, uh, and some crappie. What, what should he do and what should, should he go besides going to the bottle to see William or whoever's running it today? Um, head over to probably the, the south side. You know, definitely stop in, uh, in uh, Williams Bay and Tackle. Um, he was popping jigs the, the other day. Um, and if you're fishing over by uh, Launch Point, which I think you should, you need to go deeper because, yep. uh, you know, all the structure where they're typically at are probably another 40, 50 feet out. So, and uh, you make sure you, you uh, adjust your, your line, uh, your bobber um, constantly because it, it, it's just, we haven't had a, a big crappie bite um, lately, um, but cats are just all over the place, man. You got to get the, uh, the, 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 um, marinated uh, mackerel from Bidon. Uh, people have been hitting on shrimp as well. And um, Andrew Mack has been posting some pictures. Of, I know those kids. They're, they're, they're animals. And they're, you know, they had a couple of huge uh, catfish that are out there. So, you know, we're, oh, we're actually looking at trying to do a stock here pretty soon. I'll let you guys know about that. Okay, yeah. And I, I don't want to let... You know that Julio, go to the bobber and get some of these uh, Mac bites. Yeah, yeah. You say Julio. And Is his name song, Don? A song comes out that Julio <laughs> in the in the schoolyard. Don one. No, <laughs> that was uh, Simon. No, it's uh, it's like Don Julio. It was Julio in the, in the school. Anyway, it's this old, old, old song. All right, Jonathan, hang on tight. I gotta give Steve the opportunity to finish up with the reels. Go, Steve. Go, go. I need four reels. Okay, four reels. The, uh, going upwards from the dash rig, the pen, fathom, just like you have in either the 300 or the 400 size. Mm -hmm. In the uh, your 12, 25 pound live bait, uh, pen, fathom, or torque, star drag in a 12 or 15 size. Love that for finesse bait fishing. Next one up, and Andrew, uh, uh, or excuse me, Oliver mentioned a surface iron rig with a nine foot rod. Then you want, also want a star drag reel. A 25 narrow size 
Then for your 40-pound live bait rig, also a 25 narrow, but this time two-speed lever drag. And with the bigger tuna out there, not the giant. The giants aren't out there yet, but the bigger ones are out there. Do not leave the dock without a, a fathom or even better, a torque 40 narrow two-speed. And uh, you will be glad you have it. And then when the bigger ones show up in about, about another month, I put the picture up on the Friends of Angler Chronicles uh, Facebook page. Once they get above 200 pounds, once they're in that cow category, then you want an international 16 VISX. There is just no substitute when the fish under the boat are 200 pounds, and you can't pick what shows up under the boat on any given day. Once you're more than 20 miles out, those big ones are out there. All right, so I'm going to close like this. Look, those are the four rods. I think we all kind of come really close in agreement. Um, and they're real. So that gives you at least four rods. If you got six, you take six. You take seven, you got as many as you want. Uh, but if you need to have four, those are the four. Now, what I want to do is I got about four and a half minutes. I want to give Oliver an opportunity here. He's got, you know, and I'm, you know, I, I told you, you're going to have to let the cat out of the, out of the hat uh, because I actually saw some photos yesterday and I want to talk about that, that new rod. I don't even want to mention it. It's a nine footer. Uh, would you please talk about that? Yeah, you know, it's uh, very exciting. Uh, we got this uh, last 90J uh, done. We've been working on it for months. Uh, this is our second uh, gen, second generation, second attempt. And that thing is dialed in. Uh, so do you, you know my stand. If it's, if it's heavy, it's not going to make the lineup. Right. Um, and so the first prototype was a little heavy. Uh, the walls were a little thick, and the diameter of the blank uh, was not wide enough. So it wasn't as slow or parabolic. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking to, when you're talking about, you know, casting a jig, uh, just like casting a small bait, you want a, a, a rod that, that's <clears throat> the complete opposite of a graphite rod. Right? right. Graphite rod is very fast, stiff. Um, when you're dealing with a uh, glass rod, you want it to be the complete opposite. It's got to be very slow at shutting off, very whippy. Um, typically, glass rods are not light. They're typically heavy, and, and I understand that. But I was not going to settle for something that was heavy. So I was uh, very, uh, very happy. We got this 90J, 9 foot long, at a 40-pound rod, solid 40-pound rod. It's going to be able to cast a uh, from your Caddy C to a Salas uh, 7X. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also working on our own surface iron that's going to go with that rod. Uh, very similar to the Salas 7X, which is what one of my well my favorite jig to uh, to fish for anything on the surface. And that includes you know bluefin, yellowtail. Okay, uh, well, let me Dorado let me ask you when, when are those rods going to be available to the public? Uh, it's going to be, you know, two to three months before we, we start seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're going to, it's going to be the backhand series, mm-hmm. uh, tuna cord, uh, black wraps, uh, boat guides. Mm-hmm. These are not going to have inserts, uh, like everything. No, no, that, no, so, no. This, this is for uh, something we, totally different. Yeah. Okay. It's a very specialty it's type a rod. It's different rod and you exactly. don't, and you don't want to use spectra on those guys. You know, that's a mono. Uh, boat guide, you want to use mono, you want to use 40 pound, you want to use a 500 uh, size reel, a pen, 
25, a 1030, um, an accurate uh, Valiant 500, uh, a Trinidad 20, uh, some guys will use a 30, a Tesoro uh, from Okuma 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to use you know, what, a reel that is made for casting jigs, mm-hmm. uh, your typical yellowtail uh, setup. Um, once we get this one in production, I'm going to make a lighter model. So basically it's 20 to 30 pound. Uh, well, let, let, me, let me just uh, say, I only, got about a, I only got about a minute mm-hmm. left. So you're not going to have to be able, you won't be able to go much further. But let me, let me just say this. Um, uh, my next trip is on uh, May 9th, the, the big one. Um, so I expect to have mine to test out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I got to put this thing to work. I mean, you know, a surface iron. Oh, man. I mean, we haven't had a surface iron rod in a long time. So this is this is good stuff. Good stuff. So looking forward to it. All right, listen, guys. We're gonna, I'm, running out of, I'm running out of time here. They just gave me the one-minute warning. So, Oliver, I want to thank you for hanging out throughout the show and, and always being such a huge supporter of Anger Chronicles. Jonathan, the same to you. You know, I want to wish you a very, very happy Pleasure. birthday. Enjoy your day in San Diego. And, again, a huge supporter through uh, Lake Elsinore. We love you much. And then, Steve Carson, you know you're always the man. Thank you for uh, telling us that. And thank you for all your posts throughout the morning on Friends of Angler Chronicles. Uh, Ron uh, Hobbs, director of the AC Fishing Schools. Give me the next two schools real quick. We have the... uh, uh Eldo? El Dorado on May 9th. They do have spots left over, 714-969-9750. And then we're back on, uh, we go to um, um, uh, Cisco's on the... Uh, oh, I love Cisco's. On uh, the Pacific Islander, and the boat has been completely redone. If you guys have been following it looks Facebook, amazing. it's amazing looking. And uh, can't wait for that trip. Okay, so those are the next two trips, May 9th. You need to see where they're at. Go to anglerchronicles.com and get it done. Folks, I love you all. Thank you so much for being on the show. Here's the thing. Be kind. We always say be kind. If there's any a time, it's now. Get out and go fishing. Angler Chronicles, we're out. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.